it's hard to tell if I'd rather be out over there or in here. Tonight, the Olympics kick off. Friday, February 4th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding this here audio daily blog that I'd publish Monday to Friday. And if you're not aware of where I am right now, I am in Beijing, China. It's where I live. I'm an expat here. I'm ESL teacher, basically, by trade, but I also do these uh, podcasts, and I, uh, for the last couple months, I've been doing some month-long challenges, notably the January Song a Day Challenge, December Drumming Challenge, and of course, I also participated in the NaNoWriMo Challenge, uh, the Novel Writing Challenge, in November of last year. You can see all this stuff and a bunch of other things, my travel writings, on my website, stephensersky.com. It's sort of the uh, gathering place for my creativity, if you will, my creative output. But tonight, Friday, it is the start, the official start of uh, the 2022 Winter Olympics that are being hosted here in Beijing. And because of the virus, we, the people who live here, cannot go into the closed loop that is cordoning off the Olympians and the personnel uh, from the rest of the world. So there's one guy from Sweden, Switzerland. Oh, I can't remember. He got he tested po- positive, and he's been posting videos of his workouts in the uh, in his hotel room. He can go into as if he passes two NAT tests within 24 hours or 48 hours, he can go and compete, and then he has to follow certain guidelines. Uh, but as it is, yeah, he's still in isolation. Hopefully he gets through it and uh, nothing too bad. He's asymptomatic, so uh, it's not as uh, serious as some others. Uh, but tonight is the opening ceremonies, which they're hope, uh, they're holding at the bird's nest uh, way up in the northern part of Beijing near the Olympic Park. It was neat. A couple days ago, they had this guy on TV, at, on the news. They were interviewing him in person, no masks, um, and they were, as the flame was coming into Beijing, into uh, making its way through China, uh, they, he used to live in the area that was, how can we put this, ripped out, paved over, um, flattened, uh, remade into what we know as the Olympic uh, Forest Park and the Olympic area now is uh, today. Now, this happened way back in 2007, 2006, so he, I guess he hadn't, his family had lived there for like generations, and they were asked to move to make way for the development of this, uh, of the area, so I didn't catch his name, uh, but uh, he was on the, on CCTV a couple days ago, so, and I, I imagine that story is probably pretty common in growing cities uh, all over China. Particularly, I mean, Beijing, of course, maybe not Shanghai. Shanghai maybe, but Shanghai has a little bit more of a uh, different development history to it uh, than other places such as Beijing and even other places like uh, like Xi'an or possibly even Chongqing, but I'm not sure entirely, to tell you the truth. But uh, be that as as it may, the Beijing Olympics are starting off. Now, they've been going on for the last couple days since February 2nd. That's when curling started. I'll tell you, the Chinese team is actually pretty good. Um, they were giving uh, Canada, a, a, you know, a bit of a, a, a run for their money, but Canada ended up dominating them 
uh, 8-4, 8-6. Although I don't know why Canada let them have those last two points. I'm sure that, I'm not sure why they didn't just throw a rock to clear out the whole thing. Um, I just kind of wonder if maybe the point system will be an issue later on or something. Uh, but I don't know. Anyway, um, the Chinese uh, female skip, I have to turn the TV down when they're playing because she screams hard, hard, harder. She doesn't scream it in Chinese. She's screaming it in English. And it's it's a very distinctive tone of voice that you can hear. I don't know why she screams it in English. I, anyway, I mean, everything else she says is in Chinese. Uh, I'm guessing she went overseas to study at some point. So, uh, but... Yes, Canada dominated China in the uh, the game today, uh, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of neat actually what they've done in between a lot of these sports. They've created instructional videos, all CG uh, uh, created, uh, so they're computer animations basically of the sports with explanations about how they work, like the rules, very basic breakdowns of uh, how how the game works. So I've seen curling, uh, hockey, uh, like freestyle skiing, like moguls and things like that. They had one for that as well. Uh, so it's kind of neat, and I kind of look forward to seeing what else they uh, they uh, put up uh, on it to show, you know, educate us how the uh, the winter sports work. Kind of disappointed that uh, we won't be able to attend in person. I mean, you know... I've lived my life watching the Olympics on TV. It's always been something that happens over there, and I think I mentioned this yesterday. And now I'm living in the city that's hosting them, and I'm still watching them on TV, and there's still something that's happening over there. I was asked today if there's any hype around the Olympics, and I like, I don't the couple of comments I've heard about the Olympics haven't been entirely positive. No one was really talking about any sports or athletes they were looking forward to seeing, like even on TV. Uh, the only real criticism of it was that it's actually going to take away, it's going to deaden the amount of work that we have available to us. I mean, not that it really matters too much because Spring Festival is happening right now and doesn't end until Sunday. But with the increased scrutiny for like travel purposes and things like that, I mean... I'm, the Paralympics happen in March, so we're kind of going to be under uh, larger scrutiny than normal, given that it's uh, the Olympics, Paralympics. And I think there's also, yeah, in Hangzhou, there's another set of games, I think, as well. But I don't know about you guys. It seems like the Omicron word is sort of now being pushed out of the news media. So I kind of suspect that by the end, we're, I think we're done with this virus, unless there's some other media, uh, I mean, there's some other sort of uh, storm that happens. Uh, but uh, hopefully it's over because uh, who's not sick of this thing already? I am, again, I am disappointed that we won't be able to go to the Olympics uh, and see them in person. I do wonder if I can actually go to the Olympic area and uh, go take some pictures. I might do that if, like, hopefully, I'd have to do it sometime soon uh, because, I mean, we start work again next week already. Uh, but uh, whether or not, we'll, how close we'll be able to get, that would be my question. I'd like to go take a look uh, both during the day and then during the evening as well because they have the lights on at night uh, and it'll look a little bit more pretty, I think. 
overall, yeah, it is a, a closed loop, so it's not like we can get in uh, very far at all and, or meet anybody for that matter. I mean, it's going to be pretty, like, pretty much concrete and lights as it usually is. Uh, today was kind of productive. Uh, we're still in the midst of the Spring Festival uh, holiday, so there's not too much to, going on. I tried to get some Chinese done today, got a little bit done, uh, did the pinion wordle. Uh, version so I got that one I did not get that one what was it it was Qian Jia Dang Chan and it was uh, it meant to you you lose all your money basically <laughs> you've been horrible with your money uh, and you've lost it all so it's a uh, oh what was it again Qing Jia Dang Chan yeah, so uh, that was, it took me, I don't know, 10 minutes to get uh, decent enough, whichever. I like it, it's it's fun to kind of learn the uh, the idioms this way, it's uh, probably the, uh, it keeps me guessing and kind of has me going through the different Chinese words that I know that are spelled with those certain words, those certain uh, letters, right, or those certain sounds. Today's challenge was figuring out which words in the Chinese language, four letters, and have H-A-N at the end, and the first letter, what is it? Well, normally you'd think of Shan, mountain, or Jan, station. After that, you're going, what else? Is it Kan, Gan, Lan? What is it? Pan, Fan, Than? It's Chan with a C. C-H-A-N is one word, one character, and one sound. So uh, things like that sort of uh, keep the mind going about how uh, uh, the different sound phonemes in the in the language itself. So it's been fun. Did not get any HSK stuff. Uh, actually, uh, my neighbor dropped off a book for me today. Uh, Interior Chinatown. And reviews have been mixed. It's written like a screenplay, which is why I kind of wanted to read it. And it's supposed to be a very easy read. So it's uh, not overly difficult. And I should hopefully be able to get done it uh, pretty quickly. The other uh, books, I've been reading them still, and it's been good. It's actually been quite nice. I've been able to get some reading off of the screen, uh, which is just so much more welcoming, I'll tell you. I mean, being able to read an actual book, I still keep, like, notepads by me. And my cell phone sort of uh, swallows, absorbs a lot of my notes. And I found that one of the challenges, and one of the reasons I started this audio blog is to take those notes and finally flesh them out and post them. Because if I don't do it, they're going to collect, uh, you know, gather on the, all these little pieces of paper. Of, you know, oh, I should do this, should be doing, should be doing that. But as I was talking with my neighbor here, if you don't do this stuff on your own, unless you become epic, people when they come through to your apartment and like if you say for horribly if you die if you pass away or if you get locked out of the country <laughs> for example uh it's not like people are going to come into your apartment and steal your ideas they're not going to have a clue what you're working on and so that's one of the things that sort of pushes me to publish a lot of my photos my videos uh, these audio blogs my blog posts as well uh it keeps me busy doesn't make much money it doesn't make any money it doesn't have to but for me especially, I do like the idea of building the skills. I'm learning these things with the idea at some point it might pay off, but it also keeps me busy. And, you know, I can look at it 
and I know other people do listen to this uh, podcast, so it's it's great. And they've said it's you know it's, it is what it is. It's good enough. Uh, people have read my blog. They've been interested in my travels. So um, the pictures, I'm not going to lie, are not stellar, but they're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be like ground eye view of the life of a working traveler, which is all I've ever promoted myself to be. Uh, and one of the reasons I do this is for my own posterity, you know, so I can look back at some of the things I've done and remember, I'll tell you, taking pictures, talking about it, posting videos and keeping a blog has helped my memory immensely in keeping track of how things have gone. So, uh, and, and with that, I like to share it so, you know, other people can learn from it if they can, if they want, if they need some sort of guidance, uh, to do some of those things, travel or teach over overseas. Uh, but other than that, aside from all of that, uh, I was busy reformatting my January tracks. I was uh, looking again at this ID3 uh, program and it, I couldn't figure it out. So I just went the old school way of re-exporting everything through Audacity, um, un- uncompressed. So I just changed the uh, meta information for it. Now it's all lined up perfectly the way I like it or the way I like it anyway. Uh, so that means that December de- drumming is done. January uh, uh, 2022 is done. I should have those up posted. At, I can only post one at a time, so it might take some time to get that done. No problem. At least it's another step in the right direction. And then hopefully what I want to do is actually publish them all as one album on Bandcamp and then have that linked to my web- or displayed on my website so you guys can uh, go download it all in one go. Finally recorded the October 17th episode of uh, this year podcast. If you think back, if you've been following for a while, that was my trip to Chongqing and uh, Chengdu back in October, just after the National Day Golden Week. And so I finally got down to sit down, uh, read through my notes, look at the pictures, refresh my memory of what was happened, and uh, recorded that episode earlier today. So I will post that very shortly. And maybe you guys weren't missing it, but I'll tell you, it was a thorn in my side. I'm just going, oh, it's one day. All I got to do is, you know, record the words. Just press record and get it done. (laughs) And so I did. It was 45 minutes long. It's a bit lengthy, but, you know, again, you can probably fast forward through through some of the things. Um, And the idea is actually to, I think I might actually compile all of those and put them into one file. And then just have it available to uh, download as one thing. And this gets me thinking, actually, in terms of how I can sort of, you know, work this audio format here in that I could do these, maybe not specials, but one-off episodes. And that's why I keep this thing sort of sort of so loose in terms of its focus. Uh, because if I did eventually choose to sit down and compile different parts of it, I think that would work better rather than me trying to study everything and get something coherent, uh, uh, sort of cobble something together or coherently put something together. Rather, I would cobble it together from several different episodes. So that's sort of what uh, the idea I had in terms of keeping this to be a very general interest audio diary, audio blog, rather than, you know, having a specific topic each and every day. And again, a lot of the stuff does focus on what I'm doing here, what I'm studying, uh, learning Chinese, and living here in Beijing. Although I'll tell you, if anything, 
if you've kind of picked up on something, I don't leave my apartment very much anymore. I do st- tend to stay at home, study Chinese, and like read books. Maybe I should get out a little bit more. Maybe I should do something different. And one idea that did cross my mind, uh, and maybe those of you who live here in China as well uh, could enlighten me whether or not this is a better, a good idea or not, is uh, actually taking some time out. Right now is ter- a terrible idea. I-, I mentioned this a couple of years ago, of going to different cities or g- different locales around Beijing and spending a weekend or even a week, you know, just and just sitting over there doing that, living a little bit outside of my comfort zone because I'll tell you living here in my apartment is very comfortable I've never been so settled before let's put it this way but the idea would be if I ever did want to move away from Beijing where else would I move could I just pick a city in China fly down on a Friday night spend Saturday Sunday fly back Monday sort of thing what you know two or three days you don't get to do very much and yeah it would cost you what thousand fifteen hundred kwai for everything you know plane tickets hotel fees or i mean you could take the slow train if you really want the experience and do something like that again not right now possibly once this pandemic is clear a little bit more uh, and it is disappointing that this happened over the last couple of years wherein i was trying to do this to, to practice my chinese but with the the progress of my own language studies i do feel a lot more comfortable communicating with people and it would be nice to actually see the country communicate with others not just keep this as an academic subject which is largely what it is right now uh, something to think about i don't know if it's a great idea uh certainly not now but three four months i, I could see it being a bit more of a viable option to pursue uh, rather than just staying in my own apartment all of which kind of brings me up to whether or not I will be in the same position that I will be at this time next year. So kind of thinking of how I could change things up a little bit more, uh, given that there are certain um, like word work tides that are shifting that, uh, I mean, I think people have been aware of for a while, uh, but they're becoming a little bit more real as well. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, if, and if I was a company, as a matter of fact, if... I were to run my own company, I would probably instantiate a lot of the things that I see happening in our own industry. One of them is building a chat bot. I'm not going to lie. This is, I've actually, you know, one of the bad things about these month-long challenges that I'm coming up with is that they do put me here in my apartment working on these things that are very tech-heavy. I'm not able to go out and travel and be with the people because I'm here working on my stuff here uh, on my computer to get away from that how would I be able to do it I mean this summer I was thinking what if what if I spent the time developing a chat bot like you know because last summer I did Python this year I mix it all together automator apple scripts Python JavaScript you name it something like that something's got to work it's got to be possible and then that way I'd be able to build up something a little bit more that would sort of complement my own teaching. So to have like a, a little Steve bot, a little Steve robot, kind of like these, they have robot dogs on the TV from Hangzhou. They're preparing for the opening ceremonies and I'm watching it at the same time. So 
All right, I'm going to leave it there because the opening ceremonies are going to kick off in about 20 minutes. Uh, it's uh, about 20 to 8 right now. And I see uh, that uh, since we can't be there, Xi Jinping will be in the audience tonight. He will attend them uh, in person. And there will be, uh, I guess all the athletes will be there and everything. So it'll be kind of neat in that regard. Um, but uh, nobody I know is has an invite as far as I can tell. That being the case, should be interesting to watch the uh, opening ceremonies being here in Beijing. And we ordered pizza as a result. So we're going to enjoy that. It's a... Uh, Chinese-based pizzeria, but uh, very much inspired by the New York-style tube station is what we're having. So, right oh, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me all this week. Since it's Friday, I'm going to take the weekend off. We'll see you again next Monday, next week. And uh, all the show notes and the tracks are up on my website, stevensersky.com. You can uh, check them out under the audio blog if you want January's tracks, you're going to have to dig through the archives to find them. February's have a new page already. And then also I mentioned the January and the December drumming challenges that I did. Those are both on my website. Uh, They have their own pages that you can see. Although they are individually listed right now, I will very soon have the full album up to download all at once. Again, folks, thanks for listening. Hope you guys are keeping warm and staying safe out there. And uh, wherever you are in the world, and since the Olympics are an international broadcast and we're coming up to the beginning of the opening ceremonies, if you can catch them, great. If not, I'm sure they'll be recorded. But uh, let's enjoy this celebration of the people who like winter, the winter athletes, right? (laughs) Have a good one, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.